Hello, welcome to Courtship and Marriage. If you're new here, I'm your host, Wonola. I'm so happy that you're here, that you're joining us. And I want you to make this your home. Make this show your home. Because on this podcast, we have enlightening and entertaining conversations that are all aimed at helping you to build a successful relationship. So if you want a steady supply of inspiration that will help to keep your relationship, your marriage exciting and intimate, you have come to the right place. Hit that follow button, allow notifications so that you don't miss any of our inspiring episodes. Today, I'm talking about something really important, as always, (laughs) and that is a happy marriage. Because every one of us desire a happy marriage. If you ask a random person what they desire about their relationship, about their marriage, is that we should be happy, (laughs) right? Nobody wants a relationship where they are sad and crying and feeling lonely and wishing that they could get out of it. We all want happiness in our homes. And that is why I'm talking about it a lot in this season, right? A happy marriage is not a destination, It is an unending journey of personal development of both a man and his wife. You can never allow yourself to think, oh, we have arrived. We have a happy marriage. Yes, you have a happy marriage, but you must realize that tomorrow is another day to make it a happy marriage. As long as you both are alive, as long as you both are in the relationship, the responsibility lies on you daily to make it a happy interaction, a happy relationship. So that is one thing that you must keep in mind about the marriage you desire, about the happy marriage you desire. It is an unending journey because marriage is until death. Sometime back, I listened to a message by Pastor Kingsley Okonkwo and he said in a quote that you don't outgrow divorce you outwork it and that just sat in my heart you can say oh we've been married for 15 years we can't divorce oh we've been married for 20 years we can't divorce oh we've been married for five years we can't divorce we are solid we are set a lot of people have said that i've thought that and they ended up in a divorce because they stopped putting in the work they thought that it was a destination no it's a journey so let me rephrase that quote to say you don't have grow unhappiness in your relationship you outwork it <laughs> you keep working on it you keep making it work so if you want to be happy and fulfilled in your marriage one of the best decisions that you can make is to choose the work of continuous self-development another quote that i like by a revered mentor of mine dr miles monroe is this the omelet is only as good as the eggs <laughs> if the eggs are bad the omelette will be bad. If the eggs are good, the omelette will be good. Your marriage is the omelette. You and your spouse are the eggs. If you are both good, your marriage will be good. If you are bad, your marriage will be bad. And now let me bring it home. If you are both happy, your marriage will be happy. So personal development is one of the fundamental work that you must do to make your marriage a happy, successful one. Because yes, most people tell you, you have to work on it, you have to work on it. But what is the work? (laughs) I'm sharing with you one of the work today is the work of personal development and this is not talking about all selfishness because yes you hear people say choose yourself love yourself you know everything self self take care of yourself and i'm going to talk about some of those things in this episode but i don't want you to look at it in the light of selfishness 
I'm not saying, oh, prioritize yourself over your union because then that is wrong and that is going to affect your relationship. The union is more important than the individual, <laughs> right? Because when one person chooses to pursue personal interests at the expense of the needs of the union, then problem is going to happen. The union will only be as great, happy, and fulfilled as the individuals in it. So there must be a healthy balance between choosing yourself, taking care of yourself, and choosing your marriage and enriching it. In actual fact, when you truly choose to enrich your marriage, you will realize that the place to begin is with you. If you truly want a better marriage, the first person to work on is yourself. So how can you apply this to your daily life? How can you improve on yourself, work on yourself towards a better marriage? How can you begin to practice that now? The first thing is to maintain your individuality. You can only give to your union what you have within you. You can only give out of what you have. Therefore, choose to maintain your individuality by continuing to fan the flames of your interest and to pursue the dreams that are unique to you. Always make sure that you have time to engage in those activities that make you as a person tick. Because the happier and more fulfilled you are, the greater love, grace, and generosity you are able to put back into your union. So, practice individuality. No matter how busy of a schedule you have, no matter the weight of the responsibilities that you have, always make sure that there is time for you to pour into yourself. And this is so real to me because as a wife and a mom of two, I realized that on days when I wake up and my kids are the ones that woke me up, maybe I slept late and they woke me up and I just jump right into activities, making breakfast, giving baths, getting ready for school and I don't have any time for me. I'm usually more irritated, more frustrated. I'm unhappy inside of me because I know that, you know, there is something I should have done. There is something for me, right? I didn't have any time to connect with God. I didn't have any time to pour into myself. And so I'm just giving out of an empty tank. And that is how most of us are throughout our days. We are giving on empty tanks. We are running on empty tanks. And that is not how to build a successful relationship. That is not how to raise emotionally balanced children, right? So because you will just be yelling, you will be snapping, you'll be frustrated, you'll be irritated that is not good for your life for your family for your marriage so always make sure that you have that time you know to pursue the things that matter to you the things that makes you feel fulfilled as a person not as a spouse not as a parent but as a person for me that means waking up early to pray to meditate to just allow God to fill me. It also means that I have to have time to write. I have to have time to inspire. I have to have time to record this podcast because doing these things, they are the things that makes me feel fulfilled. And when I feel fulfilled, I have more grace. I have more generosity to show to my kids. I'm not going to be yelling at them. I'm not frustrated with them because I am fulfilled. I have, I've, I've been replenished by those things that I've done. So I have something to give to them. So that is why it is important that if you want to have a happy marriage, find some time or find a way 
to maintain your individuality. Find the balance between being a couple and being an individual. Yes. Also, remember that your spouse fell in love with you because of your uniqueness. So if you now sacrifice that uniqueness because you are married, you will be self-sabotaging, right? Your spouse wants to continue to see those things that make you unique, the reasons why he or she fell in love with you. I know how my husband feels when he sees me writing, when he sees me recording and stuff and especially when he hears feedbacks from people that oh i was blessed by this i was blessed by that he feels he feels more in love with me because yes that's the girl that i fell in love with that is the girl that i married right so always make sure that your individuality still shines true i know life is busy marriage and parenting make it busier right so if you don't want to forget about yourself you have to literally put yourself in front of you <laughs> right so make a vision board let your personal goals be placed where you can see them so that the constant demands of marriage and parenting won't overshadow it find the time during the weekend when you are doing all your to-do lists the best thing to do is put yourself on the to-do what about me what do I want to achieve that will be for me this week, right? What do I want to do that will pour into me this week? Put yourself on that to-do list, <laughs> right? Another thing is to practice self-care. And we all know that, yes, yeah, self-care is overflowed. We say it, but we don't practice it. Why? Because we don't schedule it schedule it it could be an hour after your kids have gone to bed it could be first thing first hour in the morning for early birds like me you know it could be one or two nights a week right it could also be a time that you've agreed upon with your spouse during the day that okay you watch the kids because this time is for me right do your best not to watch tv or school endlessly through social media during this time because those things will just drain you Practice the, doing the things that really refresh you, you know, like a warm bath, painting your nails, exercise, planning your goals, you know, the things that really make you fulfilled. Dig deep beneath <laughs> movies and social media. Dig deep to what are the things that fulfill me? What are the things that refresh me, right? You know, what are the things that I can do to become the woman I dreamed of becoming? So yes, a little reading should fit into that because you want to expand your knowledge. You want to increase your wisdom bank, right? So the goal is not just relaxation when we talk about self-care. The goal is personal development. So find activities that check both boxes for you. When you do the things that make you not just happier, but fulfilled, it boosts your self-esteem. So you are more graceful and less easily frustrated. You also become more attractive to your spouse and you are able to put more happiness into your marriage, period. In addition, ensure you still make time for your same-sex friends. I've seen people go into relationship and then they have no time for their other friends anymore, especially in the dating phase. Our married people know you need your same-sex friends, <laughs> right? But in the dating phase... 
they don't have time for their friends anymore and that shouldn't be your partner no matter how good hearted he or she is cannot meet all of your needs so let there be a balance ensure that you have you make time for friendships outside of your union friendships that are wholesome <laughs> right that will not detract or take away from your marriage so that's the first thing is to maintain your individuality and i've shared with you several ways by which you can maintain your individuality make a vision board schedule self-care you know do those things that fan your flame the second thing is to encourage and support your spouse's individuality right because if you are the good egg and they are a bad egg your omelet will still be bad like dr mouse moro said the bad egg always wins if you crack a good egg and a bad egg the bad egg will win right so encourage and support your spouse's individuality and this will be easier to do as you keep investing in yourself the higher your self-esteem, the easier it will be for you to allow and encourage your spouse to pursue his interest as well. If your self-esteem is low, if you are not secure in who you are and you see your spouse reaching for more, it will definitely put you off balance, right? That's why the first thing I talked about is you, <laughs> right? So because when you are secure in who you, who you are, it will spill into your relationships. You won't be clingy, you won't be needy. And when you give your spouse the freedom to pursue personal interests, they come back into the union fulfilled ready to give back right so don't be clingy don't be needy <laughs> don't complain when they're going to the gym not to myself <laughs> right because when they are fulfilled they are ready to give back into your union so how do you practice this periodically ask your spouse about his interests, his goals his dreams or ah if you're listening to this as a male <laughs> periodically ask about interests, goals and dreams just as marriage and the responsibilities of parenting is consuming for you rest assured it is consuming for your spouse as well so don't let him lose sight of his individuality don't let him lose sight of his dreams simply because he's trying to meet everybody's needs even if he doesn't have an answer to your questions about his goals or dreams, he might not have an answer right away because it might have been a while. Dust might have covered those things, <laughs> right? But by asking, you are stirring up the thoughts in his heart and you are showing that you are still genuinely interested in him as a person, not just what he has to offer the family. And that is so, so important. That is one of the things that makes men feel really loved and us women too everybody likes somebody who comes to them and ask about their dreams ask about their goals especially when they know that person is genuine and wants to support them so always make sure that you are that person for your spouse that person to remind them of who they want to be right so when you are happy as individuals you will be happy as a couple so give your spouse time alone let him do whatever he chooses with it. No criticisms, no questions asked, right? A strong union constantly requires the improvement of the individuals in it. So allow your spouse that time for self-improvement, for relaxation, for self-refreshing, right? Allow your spouse that time. And when they come back to you, they'll be happy, they'll be fulfilled, they'll be ready to put back into your relationship. So I hope these two simple keys, you'll practice them this year to build a happier, healthier relationship, really, right? Because as you become healthier emotionally, mentally, your relationship too will be healthier in the same respect, right? So feel free to leave me a comment. In fact, not feel free. 
leave me a comment tell me what stood out to you in this episode i want to hear back from you i want to build that interaction that rapport with you if there's something you think i should have mentioned about happiness in marriage that i did not feel free to send in a voice message i will listen to it and put it up for others to hear and be blessed as well. Let's build this interactive, engaging community of wholesome, happy, healthy relationships together. I love you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. God bless you. I'm sure you were inspired and enlightened by what you heard. Don't leave this podcast episode without following this show. I know our lives are busy and maybe you might not have the time to read a whole book on marriage or attend marriage seminars or programs, but you cannot claim to be too busy to turn on the podcast while you're driving or while you're cooking or cleaning or any other activity. So make Courtship and Marriage Podcast your go-to for inspirational, encouraging, enlightening content that will help you build that beautiful godly successful marriage that you desire follow and share with your friends and family as well have a wonderful day god bless you